One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome to the Servcast, Mobile Serves Canadian Tech Focus Podcast. I'm Patrick O'Rourke and Brad Bennett, a man who refers to himself as the bad boy of tech. He is across the internet from me. How are you doing, Brad? I am the baddest boy of tech. I actually am going to court today to sue Apple for not giving me more iPhones on. That one ran out of steam, actually. <laughs> it was a good start. I was wondering where you were going to go with it. Yeah. I was like, I'll sue like, uh... like, about what, though? Didn't have a great it's like one. you're on the the old Verge cast when they wore like yeah um, Paul ties Miller, and suits like and stuff. Always wear suits and ties. Yeah. He used no, he used to always wear like a short sleeve white shirt. I think. It's like yeah, yeah, Mormon. that's true. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. So this week we're doing a preview episode of the Apple event. I will be in Cupertino um, next week for the event. This podcast is coming out on Friday, I believe. There's a lot of stuff that we expect to see. There's a lot of stuff that we don't expect to see. And I think the plan for this episode, we're just going to like go down the list and talk about different things tied to like what might show up at the event and what might not show up at the event. So one of the first things that I wanted to bring up, uh, and I think sometimes people in our space put a little bit too much stock into this. Like, you know, the little words or the phrase or whatever is attached to the invite at an Apple event. Yeah, yeah. This one's far out, but I want to say there was like a Swift related one at one point when they announced yeah. like a Swift coding language. And what was the last one? I can't even remember like the WWDC invite, but there's oh, always like, I can't remember there's always either. like a, a two or three word phrase and an Apple logo stylized in some way that we assume are hints towards what we're going to see, right? Yeah, so this one's far out. Um, <laughs> and really there's true. a couple possibilities of what it might mean. There's like rumors surrounding the iPhone 14 having a periscope lens that's something that's a possibility i don't think that's the case um i think it could be tied to the fact that the iphone 14 pro is supposed to have a bigger wide sensor that could be part of it in some sense um and then there's like the satellite connectivity rumors related to um like emergency calling the apple and being able to make not not with the app oh. so that that is part of it we'll get into it but uh, the rumor is that the satellite connectivity stuff will come to the iPhone 14 this year and then the Apple Watch Pro, which we'll talk about later, next year. So you're not wrong. It, it could be part of it. Um, but yeah, th- those are the two things that I came up with for what far out might mean. Like to me, it, it has something to do with Zoom likely. What about you? Well, I don't know if it, always, it has to be Zoom as much as it is just night photography you know everybody loves night Uh, photography i don't know why because i don't know a lot of people that do night photography um but i think it was the pixel 4 maybe it was the 3 or maybe the 5 i honestly don't remember but one of the pixels had this big astrophotography push which wasn't uh like zooming up to take the stars but it was like if you put your phone down and you don't touch it and like hit the shutter button it will take like a minute long shutter and allow you to get photos of the stars in a way that like phones were never able to do before um so I'm kind of leaning towards the periscope zoom, although I don't know if I necessarily want them to be like zooming that far. Um, but 
I think maybe astrophotography, like maybe this iPhone is just going to have a better like mode where you can just sort of like prop it up on a rock outside, obviously not in a city or something, but point it at the sky and it will take, you know, a minute long exposure on its own and give you some star trails or whatnot. That could be cool. I didn't think of that. Yeah, that that one only comes really from the image of the Apple. It's like Apple. It's like the Apple logo in sort of a star field. And that star field photo looks like a astrophotography photo to me. So maybe they could do both like periscope and astrophotography because realistically the astrophotography thing as far as i know is more software based like the current crop of iphone sensors should be able to handle it uh but i could be wrong either way it definitely seems unless it is satellite connectivity but that seems like a weird one for apple to hype up unless they're about to change like the game they're like you don't even need to be on a carrier anymore that'd be nuts but i don't know if they can do that um so it seems like it's going to be just be for emergency calls be pretty cool i mean that is i guess a game-changing feature not for everybody but it will definitely save some lives so maybe that is important i don't know but i'm thinking i'm thinking photography knowing apple knowing where they've kind of been pushing the phones and what's been selling phones traditionally in the past as marketing i think it's uh you know it's either got to be 6g or astrophotography it's 6g 100 6g far out it's far out though it's still far out yeah 6g yeah it's just like we're going to talk about 6g and it's far out and it's coming in iphone 12 no 24 <laughs> So let's talk about the iPhone 14. I think this is probably the less exciting iPhone update. The rumors indicate that it's going to have the same design as last year, roughly speaking. It's probably still going to have the same A15 chip as the iPhone 13 and the iPhone 13 Pro. I think the chip shortage has finally hit Apple to some extent. They they don't have enough for both the 14 and the 14 Pro. Um, and then the big thing that I think is probably worth unpacking a little bit is that the iPhone mini is likely gone. It's, it's no more. And it's being replaced by a 6.7 inch iPhone 14 max. How do you feel about that? Were you in love with the mini or do you not care? I wanted to be in love with the mini, but like I couldn't because it was just a smaller phone. And as like the kind of, I don't know, I just, this is so dumb, but I love photography. So like that extra zoom lens on the iPhone truly means a lot to me. Like I'm the one rent not the one but one of the people that will spend extra on that so i wanted the mini for the small size but i never wanted it because it didn't have the camera array um but i am going to be sad if they do get rid of it although the rumors are is that they'll keep the iphone 13 mini in the the product line so if the 14 doesn't truly change that much i guess the 13 is still there although what we would really want in the mini i guess is like a battery life improvement and it doesn't seem like that's going to come this year so sad I, I used to be a, like an iPhone Max guy. Like that's what I used all the time. Um, yeah. And then I think this was the first year that I switched to um, just just regular? The, the, reg, the regular Pro. Uh, and I yeah. love it. Like I don't know why I walked around with the Max and now when I hold the Max, it like hurts my hand. It feels so yeah. big. It's heavy. And it's it, it's just what I always did Like for like five years. I just always had the Max because it was always the one that had the best features and I want the best features. Um, but now that for a that's while released... it did have the best cameras and everything too, right? It did, like the yeah, iPhone yeah. like seven Pro. I don't think it was Max at that time, but like the bigger iPhone in that like home button phase, the were... Plus or whatever. Yeah, the Pluses. Those they were better. I think they had like two cameras and stuff. So for me, like I don't really care about the iPhone 14 Max. I'm not that interested in it. I think the Mini was had had an audience, um, but it's obvious that that audience wasn't big enough um, because it would still be around if if it was right. Like they would have released another one this year yeah. um but i know you mentioned they, they might keep the the mini around in the iphone 13 i hope that they do um just for those people and i think we talked about this a lot when the iphone se came out but i had this theory of like the mini sort of you know over the next few years shifting its way down the product line and sort of replacing the iphone se as that smaller uh, cheaper phone 
maybe the 13 will like filter down to that point, but it doesn't seem like that strategy is going to pan out for me. But let's talk about the big one because that is kind of exciting. Yeah. And I'm kind of into that. Unless you had something yeah, else yeah. to say. No, the, the only thing I was going to say is you've been you've been away for a little bit, but there are rumors now that the iPhone, um, the, the 10R will basically be the new SE. That'll be the new entry level one next year, possibly. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if the, the whole mini entry level argument will end up playing out. But yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Yeah, let, let's talk about. Um, do we want to talk about the pro? No, 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 not the pro. I just want to talk about the big iPhone 14. Oh, like the big the boy, the yeah. 14 Max. So like that kind of, I could see that being a huge seller for Apple. Cause like when you look on the Android side of the market, it's like everyone's building bigger and bigger Android phones. Like even the Pixel 6a is like a big enough, you know, they're like cheap Android phones are big. So like the entry level, it seems like carriers are able to like sell bigger phones, bigger batteries. Maybe, you know, people just like having a big phone, you know, in the same way that you were saying you use the Macs for years and uh, whoops before i started here i used the biggest iphone for years too it was just like almost sort of statusy symbol i don't know if i want to like admit that to myself but something about that like the big phone just feels intense so i could see the big iphone 14 max or whatever it's called being a huge seller for them you know because if you had like say an iphone 12 or 13 upgrading to the regular 14 meh but if you can get a bigger phone with a much better battery that's maybe justifiable you know I could see it selling like crazy. They're also not doing it out of nowhere, right? Like Apple, everything they do is calculated. There's like data yeah. that backs it up. It's obvious they have some sort of like research study that indicates people like larger phones. Like you mentioned, we see it in the Android space and that people weren't buying the mini at the same level that they hoped they would. So like, I mean, it, it's going to be interesting. I can really yeah. see, like you said, the carriers pushing it. Like I can see Rogers, like just this phone everywhere. Yeah, exactly. iPhone 14 Max, like, you know, more battery, whatever. And and like that far out thing we were talking about before, like if astrophotography is the new feature, maybe Apple strange, they could maybe hold it to the 14 Pro. But realistically, like what I was saying, because the Pixel did it so many years ago, like, even the new iPhone 14s, not the pros, should be able to get like that astrophotography, which should ideally give them a huge boost in their marketing from Apple just being like, this is our new feature. Take photos of the stars. I don't care if most of our people that we sell phones to live in cities. Take photos of the stars. <laughs> so um, we'll see how it plays out. But yeah, I think I think the 14 Max or whatever it's going to be called is going to be a big hit. It's still going to have the notch too. Um, that's oh, not yeah. going away, at least on the regular 14 models. Um, we don't know anything about colors. Usually colors leak. I haven't seen anything about that. Uh, I'm, that's one of the things that I'm always excited about that I think some people find a little strange. Like I'm always hyped for the new color. There, there'll be some sort of a new color, but we don't know. Bring yellow back. Bring, Bring yellow back. <laughs> it's got to be that 70s yellow, the like cool. Yeah. Like that. The XR little... one. Yeah. I would even go a little richer somewhere like the iMac sort of like a little more in that school bus territory, just really punchy yellow, even if it's just like the edge or something. I agree with you as long as it's the front of the iMac and not the back of the iMac. Yeah, the back gets too gold for me. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the back is like a little bit too yellow, but the front is much nicer. And that that's something that like I talked about in my review for far too many paragraphs. <laughs> no, I love I, colors. We could, yeah, we could totally talk about colors. I mean, the iMac, yeah, that's like leaning more towards orange, but... Yeah, let's see. There's likely going to be a purple. I mean, they got to compete with Samsung in that space. They've been doing purple ones for the last little bit. They did the green as the special edition last year. I guess purple was the special edition the year before. Maybe it was the year before that that it was in the lineup at the 11. 
The 11 had a I just wrote about a red Apple Watch Series 8, so they might do something where it matches the iPhone 14. Possible. But won't there be a red, like red we, version of it? They're likely. Isn't there red versions of all the iPhones except for the Pros? This is supposed to be a, a new red. Oh, a new red. It's been a time. You know what? They could update that shade of red, actually. It's been like 20 years. <laughs> cool charity, though. Actually, I don't know how Software much update. they actually do, but that's a cool one. Um, yeah, red, green. Yeah, I don't know what colors I want. I don't like the blue that Samsung put on the new flip or fold, really. Those like really sort of decentralized yeah, versions. So hopefully Apple gets something really punchy. Maybe an orange this year could be fun, like Alex's orange PC be, yeah. case, like the P, uh, Teenage Engineering PC case one. That that color is really trendy this year, so I could see an orange. I'm going to put... Do I want to put money down on orange in the initial slate or orange coming out in the summer, like six months later when they kind of... Do oh, that when they do that six months later one? Yeah, because that is this... I'm going to put in the initial. I'm going to put in the initial and I'll I'll revamp if they don't put it out, but I think that we're going to see gonna, orange. going to clip this, share it on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. If if they if they do put out an orange iPhone, I will definitely be clipping this, and I'll be like, I called it seven days ago. <laughs> so the iPhone 14 Pro, um, it's a little bit more interesting. I think, like last year's update from the 12 to the 13 was pretty. Was it was last year the year that they squared off the edges, or is that with the 11? Uh, that was the 12, but last year was the was 13. The 12, yeah. So it's been two years last of year the same the design. So the same last time. year, I feel like the biggest thing was like, we're better at video now. I feel like that was the big selling feature last year. Cinematic mode. Cinematic mode was cool, a little over-processed, but I think people did like it. Um, I had fun playing around with it, but I, I honestly haven't used it since I reviewed the phone. It just, it's just not for me. Yeah, I've used it in a few videos, but yeah, it's. I really just wish it was 4K and like a little cleaner, but maybe we'll get there this year. So in the Pro, um, same sizes as last year. One of the things that's worth noting is that the notch is reportedly going to go away. There'll be a pill-shaped circular cutout. Um, sometimes, like, depends on the rumors you believe, like, some indicate that there'll be, like, one cutout for the camera, which is the pill-shaped one, and then there'll be a circle for face ID. Some indicate that, like, the sensor is in one pill-shaped cutout. It's it's really just, like, in a sense, Apple playing catch-up with what Samsung's been doing with the S-series for a really long time with the hole punch. Yes, very aware of that. Will Apple do a better job of it? I don't think it's possible. Like Samsung's hole punches look great. Like I don't know what Apple could do to build on that. Am I glad that they're finally doing it and getting rid of the notch? Sure, but the notch never really bothered me that much to begin with. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. The notch doesn't bother me at all. Um, But when I do see the renders of what like the 14 Pro might look like, Maybe a little sexier. Like, it is a little more it's visually nice, appealing, nice. but it doesn't, it's not going to change the, the life. Like, if I, you know, there's not, it doesn't seem like, uh, I guess that screen upgrade wouldn't be enough to, like, convince me to upgrade from a 13 Pro, you know? Yeah, so that's the big change this year. That's not coming to the iPhone 14, um, to be clear. Like, it's only the the uh, the Pro and the Pro Max that are getting the, the pill cutout thing. Other stuff, A16 chip, that's a big deal. Uh, but... With that said, the rumor is that it's only going to be very like 10, 15, maybe not not even 20%, 10, between 10 and 15% faster than the, the A15. So it won't be that big of an upgrade, which in a sense makes the A14 and the fact that it will likely only feature the A, um, the A14, the iPhone 14, the iPhone and, the 14 fact will, yeah. and the fact that it will only feature the A15 chip, like not that big of a deal because it's it's really not going to be that huge of a power jump. Um. Yeah, and I guess the last thing is it's supposed to be a camera upgrade year. 
48 megapixel wide camera sensor in the main shooter. I think like we, we, we both know that like megapixels don't mean everything. It's more about the sensor and the processing and that sort of stuff. But like, I, I guess that's a good question since you're a photography guy, like what, why would they be say. increasing <laughs> from a 12 megapixel sensor? Like what's the, what could be the reasoning behind that? What does that offer people? Well, I think it's kind of what you have in the notes here. Like, I think you have to be at 48 to get 8K, which is apparently going to be like a video is thing. Okay. Once, once again, not necessarily like a huge upgrade, um, like to notice between 4 and 8K. I think, honestly, it's just like the iPhone's been on 12 megapixel cameras since the 4S, maybe? I could, maybe it was the 5, but it's, it's been a really long time. It's been a really long time. So that step up will truly, it's like a sales thing to Apple, in my opinion. Like, it will likely produce better images, you know, if you want to take a raw file and play around with a little more, crop in a little more. Like, you do get those um, improvements that, you know, on Android phones, they've been doing 50, 48 megapixel, 36, whatever, for years. So so we've seen sort of, like, what the improvements can do, um, but where it falls apart on Android, where I think Apple is going to pick up the ball because the A chip, a series chips are just so much faster is android phones like suck at processing 50 megapixel images so when i first got the fold and the flip to test out i was like i'm gonna go out and test them like they got the 50 megapixel in the fold and like the oneplus 10t and the nothing phone and everything is just 50 megapixels now the new pixel 6 50 like it must be the new thing right but they all bin down to 12 um because they don't have enough processing speed to accurately process a 50 megapixel image as quickly as they would do a 12 megapixel image so, so when you take the a, same thing, but I, I, well, I'm hoping Apple, because it's chips are so much faster than Android, okay. that processing gap, you won't notice. So they'll actually be able to That's appropriately cool. process a 48 megapixel image. I don't know if it'll play out that way, but like, yeah, there were times where I would like take an image with the fold and it'd be like, whoa, like it's 50 megapixels. Sure. But I don't think it, like the HDR didn't go on, like something else is missing. The shutter speed was definitely slower. Like there's so much more motion in this person biking. And then you take it with the flip, which is like a 12 megapixel camera. It's supposed to be better. It's like instant. And the HDR is intact. The sky looks nice. Everything is like crisp, sort of what you would expect um, from just using cell phone cameras normally. So I think Apple with the 14 Pro will ideally have the power to like actually treat 50 megapixel images with the speed that they've been treating 12 megapixel images. But that's a bit of a pipe dream. And I mean, they could very well just follow like the Android thing where it's like, we've got a 50 megapixel camera. 99% of the time you will be using it bin down to 12 and you will never notice and you will enjoy it, but it's there. But Apple generally does things a little different. You know, they, they wait until something's really cooked and then they put it out when it's ready. So I like to think that this camera is actually going to be truly not you know it's going to look better than the iphone 13 pro but act as quick and as uh processed and as whatever you know those words <laughs> the iphone still takes my favorite photos like of all the phones that i've ever used just the, the post-processing style so it'll be interesting to see how this plays out um yeah i think I it'll work think... well um the pixel 50 megapixel sorry the pixel 50 megapixel camera on the pixel 6 was like i really really enjoyed it i did find it like a little slow like what i'm talking about but like the ability to like crop in and like i had this one picture it was just like this random thing and i cropped it in like 300 percent to a branch and it was like still sharp and so that oh, on, really? like, phone photography is like very exciting yeah to I be fair that's a camera that's a camera I haven't spent that much time with is the Pixel 7. Like I've only used it, like I think at the office, I, I took a couple photos with, with yours, but yeah. it, it's one that I haven't spent personal time with like messing around with. So to be fair, maybe that would have ended up being my favorite camera. I don't know. I don't think so. It has its own quirks too. I mean, this is another thing that sort of happened when the, and I don't think this is going to happen with Apple. It depends on if the sensor sizes like significantly increase alongside 
the megapixel count this year, but the um, the pixel had like such a bigger sensor that it was naturally capturing like more depth of field than you would like kind of expect from a cell phone photo, um, which was really cool. But then it was still sort of like processing them with like a way that sort of felt a little old school and was like kind of over sharpening all those like natural elements that the camera finally being this big was giving us. So like I said, there's been some quirks in sort of all the 50 megapixels that the Android phones have put out over the last two years. And Apple usually really just doesn't take it off the pot until it's ready. So I'm hoping that this will be like the best cell phone camera and Apple will truly like step in the lead again. But then again, I'm talking way too much for this, but diminishing returns exist. So we'll have to see. Let's let's move on, I guess. I don't think there's anything else to talk about with the iPhone 14. Like it, it should be like a bit more of an update than last year, but it's not going to be a full redesign, right? It'll be another... Um, I, w- I don't want to say minor upgrade because I think getting rid of the notch is a relatively big deal to a lot of people, but it's not going to be like a totally different device. It's going to be the same phone that we had last year, just slightly more powerful with maybe a slightly better camera and a different camera set up on the front. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's the other thing too, is if they do move to 48 megapixels, one of the cool things about the iPhone is like front facing rear cameras, everything was 12 megapixels. Like it was the same sensor. So there was a lot of consistency on Apple's phones and Hopefully this doesn't shake that up too much, or maybe they'll throw a 48 megapixel sensor in the selfie camera, but probably not. Um, the last thing too, also, you mentioned there might be a periscope zoom. Do you think that replaces the existing zoom or they go S22 ultra route and they stick a fourth camera on there? I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think there's going to be a periscope lens on it. I don't see Apple doing it. Maybe they push the zoom up like a little bit. Like what's the, what is it now? Three times? Yeah, it's at like 77 millimeters. Yeah, I want to say that the pixel was like maybe 90. So yeah, there's a bit more play you could get. But then again, I don't know. It's strange because 77 is like pretty versatile. Like you can use it to get like nice portraits with like a good depth of field without having to use portrait yep. mode, which I always like. And the further you push that out, the harder it is to like use that zoom as a more versatile camera. Because, so, uh, well, I mean, we get into this all the time, but like the ultra wide and the wide are both wide cameras and the zoom is the only one that's got like a little bit of focus to it. So I use that one a lot for that reason. So anyway, like I could see it being 3.5 or four times or something like that, but we're not going to see like 12 times or 15 times or like some Samsung ultra level stuff like that. S 22 ultra level stuff like that's just not going to happen. Yeah, we'll have to see. I kind of hope not because the four cameras is like a lot, but the S 22 ultra. I mean, I guess that you think that Apple cares enough to compete with them or they don't even really care. No, like, I, I don't think they're ever, like, looking at what Samsung, they're 100% looking at what Samsung's doing, but I don't think they're ever looking at Sam, what Samsung's doing and be like, we need to add this to their phone next year, right? Like, if if it was in their game plan to add, like, a five times camera or something in 2022, they would be doing it regardless as to whether Samsung added right. a 20 times camera to their phone or not, you know what I mean? Yeah, I always need these moments where you come in and you like remind me that like Apple plans things out ten years in advance. <laughs> like they're not retaliating like for everything Samsung like... did six months ago. You need to relax. And, oh, yeah, you're right. They, they, that's not to say they can't pivot and like do things no, slightly for differently, sure. like or change stuff. But there are certain aspects that are somewhat set in stone, right? And certain no, like I, there's they 100 percent decided like three years ago that this was the year that they were going to get rid of the notch, right? They were going to move to a full yeah, punch probably design. Like that was decided. I don't know, three, four, maybe even five years ago, right? It's the last thing Steve did. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be so funny. Okay, AirPods. I think there's going to be second-gen AirPods Pro. I will, like... Yeah, has to be. Bet. We need them. Like, I don't know. I'll I'll bet something on that. Like, I, I think that beyond just the iPhone, like, that is the one... Thing, the one accessory, the one product that I am near 100% certain will be shown off. 
Um, I don't know what's going to be different about them. I assume they'll have like slightly shorter stems, better speakers, better battery life. Uh, better I, I would love too. them. Yeah, better mics. That could be something too. I would love them to be more durable. This is my second pair of AirPods Pro. Um, I'm relatively careful with them, but sometimes they fall out of my ears. And then when I put them back in, they are never the same again. <laughs> that seems to, to be what happens. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, is there anything that you want to see or expect to see in them? Um, I, I expect to see better mics. I don't know why. I mean, this is just me reacting to like the current marketplace again, but the Pixel Buds Pro came out the other day and I think they have better mics than the AirPods Pros. I don't have AirPods Pro, so I haven't done them side by side, but I've been listening to lots of other people do like mic tests and it just seems like there's a little more processing happening in the Pixel Bud Pros that's like boosting the, your audio, which is, seems to be helping a lot in like loud outdoor situations, which is pretty cool for wireless earbuds. Like I'll never take a call on my bike, even though I know like people might be able to hear me, but like it's not going to be a great scenario. So I never do that. I want like, you to be in the next the meeting Pixel on a bike. Buds, that would actually be hilarious. Next podcast, just the whole time. No, I wouldn't be able to hold it. I have like a rig, of, like, a 360 cam or something. Oh, I got, anyway, I'll get into it. My GoPro got sent back, but they didn't send me back the battery. So <laughs> anyway. Oh no. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't foresee that many changes, right? Because the AirPods Pro already have all the spatial audio and the head tracking and all those like advanced Apple specific features. So, I think yeah, better sound quality. Hopefully, a little more. Maybe sm- I think smaller. The industry seems to be going smaller. Like we got the Beans, we got the Pixel Buds Pro Two. Are these called Pixel Buds Pro? Uh, but the Samsung Buds, the new ones, Pixel the Pros Buds are also Pro. very small. Because I, I complained about the name because it's real stupid. Two Pro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know what I mean? Like they seem to be getting all smaller and smaller year over year. So I think that's the biggest change we'll see. It'd be interesting if they do like a bean, like a fully in-ear design, but who knows? It's going to be the same, more or less the same high-end wireless earbuds, just slightly better. Um, I use these still more than anything. I do use the Buds Live quite a bit, but this is like my, my second pair of wireless earbuds so i'm i'm hyped for it i think it's a little bit overdue like i think the pros came out in 2018 or very early 2019 so it's been long enough that it makes sense for an upgrade to be coming yeah and they just redid the regular uh airpods last year and i want to say the max were the year before that so it seems like in terms of airpods refresh cycles we're either you know we're either going to get a new wired earbud from apple or obviously new airpods pros they're putting Um, the headphones back in the box ladies and gentlemen yeah put them back Imagine. in so there's a quite a bit to unpack surrounding the apple watch um rumor is that there could be three apple watches at the event for my sanity i'm hoping that is not the case um some people think there'll be an apple watch pro a series 8 and an se2 i don't know how you want to do this do you want to go through the pro first and then go through the other ones yeah i think so it's the most interesting so let's kick it so the pro, like we we've talked about this before the pod, and like I think we we're talking about it yesterday a bit too. The pro seems to be like the high end Apple Watch designed to go after the Garmin market, um, and I know you disagree a little bit with me on this, but that seems to be based on like the leaks and the rumors that we've seen that Apple wants to release like this kind of extreme sports outdoors focused version of the Apple Watch that's more durable might have satellite connectivity this year. We'll probably have it next year. Um, and has like the standard upgrades that you would expect from, from a new Apple watch, like the S eight chip. I think the, we're currently rocking the S seven and the, the series seven. Um, and then like, I, I believe the new sensor this year is a body 
I was, I was writing my recap. I just added it to it. What is it? Here. Uh, not skin temperature. No, it's gone. Yeah. Like a body sure? temperature it sensor. Oh, okay. A body temperature yeah. sensor um, is essentially the, the rumored like new health feature for this year. Um, I'm like kind of excited for it because it's supposed to be a new design. Like it's supposed to have a flat screen. It's supposed to be more squared off. It's like in my mind anyways, it kind of looks like that, the, the John Prosser leak from last year. that year didn't ago. Come yeah. Fruition. Like that's what I think it probably is. And I think maybe that's what that leak was tied to maybe or maybe that was just a giant fake i don't know um i'm excited I'd to see it to but see... I, I don't think it's for me like i don't think that's the no the me watch for me no me either i mean i'm still using like a series six and i kind of love it like i don't it's never let series me down yet yeah it's it's like it's not even the se like it's so it's good like it's always on display it's fast that's all you need. Me like that's... two days i'm good i'm happy enough it's actually charging right now but <laughs> um what was i gonna say if they do do the squared off edges and i actually meant to bring this back up with the iphone 14 pro but the fact that they haven't redone the iPhone design in a while, um, I'd like to see them go back to the iPhone 5 and 5S where the edge was like, had a bit more of a chamfer around it. It was less 90. It had like a, a second edge. There. Like a little curved? Yeah. Uh, not even like a second curve, like almost like a hexagon, like flat and then like, okay. and then like straight again. So I wouldn't be against I, that. Yeah. If you have an old iPhone 5 or an old SE, pick it up later and maybe you'll kind of see what I'm talking about. Maybe I'm thinking it more than i'm expecting or maybe i'm remembering it more than it actually is but i could like to see that i like the cube design of the phone i'd like to see it on the watch but maybe a little more like design into it would be cool um also randomly i just saw this where's this one i'm at my parents house for listeners that don't know uh, and i just saw it's an iphone 6 on something. the shelf yeah oh really just sitting there that's funny yeah i was just like wait is there an iphone over there there is hilarious anyway sorry i'm back um i don't know i don't really know how to feel about the pro because I, I don't think it's for me i'm not like a super active i think person. you should I, tell the story yeah. about how your brother uses his garmin because i don't know anyone else that uses it like oh, that yeah, I think that's, that's an interesting use case for this type of satellite connected device so my brother has a garmin i don't know which one it is but it's very expensive like he spent like 700 dollars on it um and it has the ability to it's just a just a, a smart watch it has the ability to connect to gps um, and he goes camping a lot and he goes remote, like canoe trip camping by himself. Um, so one of the things that like my mom has asked him to do is to like check in to make sure that he's okay when he's on these like four week, five week long canoe trips. Um, so through this Garmin watch, he's able to like just send an automated message that is, that basically says like, I'm at my campsite, I'm safe. And then the next day he can be like, I'm headed out. I'm at my next campsite, et cetera, et cetera. They're like automated messages, I believe sent over some sort of GPS signal. Um, and that, it's possible that to compete with Garmin, Apple will bring something like this to the Apple Watch Pro. The last leak that I wrote, I think yesterday, indicated that the, those features aren't coming yet. Like they'll be coming next year. Um, but that the satellite stuff will be coming to the iPhone 14. So who, who knows? But like the, the thing... The thing with the Garmin angle is like my brother loves that watch. Like it's like people that buy that type of smartwatch are like super loyal to Garmin, right? And they often don't own an iPhone. They own like some sort of an Android phone. That that's like the type of person, at least in my mind, that buys that that kind of smartwatch. So if that really is the audience that Apple's going after with the Apple Watch Pro, it's a bit of a tough 
sell to me at least the archetype of the person that I have in my mind that buys a Garmin watch, which I guess is like my bro- my brother in a sense. Um, so I, I don't know. It's it's like an interesting strategy. And then I also question like, is that Garmin exercise outdoorsy person market really big enough to even go after? That's where um, I get It's going to be interesting. But yeah, I think like we are starting to see it. And I mean, Apple's strange now. Well, maybe not strange, but they're different. They're changing, you know, wider products along more categories. Like there's two MacBook Airs right now. Like what? Where are we, where are we living? Um, but both so don't perhaps, need to exist. Yeah, but they do allow Apple to like offer a wider range sure. of prices yep. and a little more choice and the salespeople can, you know, push in different directions. So perhaps adding just another watch to the line could help um, just bring in a few other people because they kind of I would have to imagine from do they still sell the series? Is it series three SE and then series seven right now? So I believe they still sell the series three. Yeah, but there's like three price categories. So this would add a, a fourth like upper mid-range or upper category i guess beyond like oh getting the ceramic one if even make that still or whatever yeah. those like really high-end ones were and series perhaps yeah it's, series three is 249 nice um but yeah perhaps that's just the move it's like it doesn't matter if the market's big enough but we want them all we want every market so we got to have a category there it could be yeah and like i mean it's not like the apple watch series 8 not coming out right they're still gonna make it it's still gonna exactly come out. It, it's likely going to be very similar to the series 7 another relatively pedestrian update with a faster chip uh new health sensor the body temperature thing that i mentioned um but yeah it, it's it's not going to be an exciting update in any way right it's going to be pretty pretty expected the series 8 yeah yeah i um i mean we'll likely get a new color there too i guess right like last year yeah was probably the green one do you have the green one do you have the green one? yeah i got the green I'm, yeah so know. last year was green i think alex has the starlight one that's obviously my favorite still so hopefully they continue with it's that. nice yeah i'd actually like to see a starlight like iphone with less like gold accents you know i think that the iphone 14 or the iphone 13 pro was it starlight or was it just gold but I would have liked to see it be more starlight. I really am like growing to love that color. Yeah, I like it too. It would be nice to see them have it around a little more. Although, isn't it the MacBook Air that has the issues with like the paint chipping off a little bit? Is that the starlight one? I think that's the blue one. Maybe it's the starlight the one, one too. Okay. I think you would notice it less on the starlight. But yeah, I think the blue one has those and the fingerprint, crazy fingerprint issues. The last Apple Watch is the uh, Apple Watch SE. I don't think there's really been any rumors about this other than the fact that it's probably coming. I expect it would have a faster processor. I would love them to bring the always on display from right. Cause this is the only thing holding it? us back. It's the only thing. Otherwise it would be like the killer Apple watch, like the one that you tell everyone to buy. Yeah. Um, I, the five was the first to have the always on display, right? I think so. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. So take the display from the five, drop it in the SE and you're golden killer yeah, killer smartwatch don't even Nothing change the chip it. honestly yeah like we don't need it to be faster i don't even know if they're really making them much faster year over year anyway but i just want to watch that like when i look at it it tells me you know what i use my apple watch for the most more than anything else which is crazy two things i guess what? but like switching songs when i'm biking and i have i use the it's like an astro watch face it shows you when the sun is coming up and going down so you can always know when like sunset is going to happen so when like i'm video it's like okay like you know falls approaching that's a good like, point I need to be like right after work, we got to shoot this or like, you know, we can wait an hour or like whatever. So I, I find the more I get into like videography, photography, that just simply being able to be like sunset. All right. Is like, I look at that like all and maybe once or twice a day for that purpose alone, which is pretty cool. I just use mine as a watch, like for the most no, part. No, I do that I too. But... <laughs> and I, and I track fitness stuff. Like 
if I'm going for a bike ride or I go running or like I go for a walk or something like that. I don't use any apps on it ever. I rarely respond to messages. I know that's like particularly with the Series 7, like that's just a me thing. A lot of people do the swipe text directly from their Series 7 um, and it's supposed to work quite well. I tried it a bit when I was reviewing it and it was fine. I would just rather pull up my phone and do it. Um, yeah, for me, it's a watch. Like I've, I use it as a watch that has a screen on it and I can do stuff with it if I need to. But for the most part, it's it's just a watch. Yeah, I will admit that like I'm kind of a sucker for Fitness Plus. I don't use, I'm not using it currently, but I've, like multiple times in the past. You use it for a while. It. Yeah, I really like it. I I always tell myself I'm going to get back into it because it was just like such a nice way to like wake up, do yoga, do some exercise in the afternoon and be like track it all really seamlessly um but i don't know what is it like six bucks a month or something maybe more so it wasn't there'll probably be new fitness features also coming to watch os 8 like i'm, I'm sure that's gonna happen they do that every year we didn't really maybe get the pro into one the could op- have like an altitude thing like those watches could be, and stuff, yeah. you know some of those like high-end diving features or something like that we didn't get into the os updates really in this podcast that wasn't in the plan but like ios 16 is coming the Custom new wallpapers i have my beta installed nice well what what font are you using for the clock Uh, all i have is um i can't remember but but my whole background is just like a bunch of uh emojis like i made a custom oh yeah yeah Yeah. it's on twitter somewhere yeah we didn't we didn't talk about that because we've already discussed it but like those will all get release dates um during this keynote so that that's something that we expect but ipad os is coming later yeah, I was gonna say we might not hear about iPad OS, but whatever. That's not the fun one. Mac OS, camera continuity, so hyped for that. Like I, right now, you guys are watching this podcast. I've got a camera over there. It's on a wire. It's like on the sketchiest table ever. Maybe I'll take a picture and if I remember, I'll like edit that in. Um <laughs> But like if I could just on. have my iPhone over there, like I love the camera continuity. I have the beta on the MacBook Air and I use it sometimes and it's really, really cool. So really hyped about that and then obviously the custom lock screens i'm super into i am hoping it's just like a little silent hope that i have but i'm hoping that when apple like is like oh i was 16 is coming out and they don't even say anything um, but then people get it and there's like way more fonts than there already are in the lock screen because like there's only they would never do that it would be it would would have leaked in a developer beta as much as i would love that to happen yeah someone would be like decompiling the developer beta and find them all like the the fact that it's only eight fonts is so like anti Apple to me. It makes me upset. You know, like there literally is a scene in every single Steve Jobs movie where he like obsesses yeah. about the fonts. He's a font it's guy. Like, we go. We see him going to the calligraphy class. We see him yelling at people about all the fonts in the first Mac Didn't OS. Did he make it's like, fonts? Yeah, probably. He was crazy. Like you know, not crazy, but like he really liked fonts. Like it was like a Steve Jobs thing, thing for yeah. some reason. Um, so the limited number of fonts on the lock screen of the iPhone is. You know, I'm still happy that they're there and I, eight is enough. But, you know, Apple traditionally is like, we have it all. Like for the color picker, it's like you've got HSL, you've got like an eyedrop tool. Like you can change it to any color you want in the universe, uh, but only these eight fonts. So strange. It's still nice to see them open up customization a bit, right? Yeah, like that's, that's something true. that we Very haven't true. really seen from Apple before. So, and like I realize someone's probably listening to me say that and be like, yeah, you're applauding them for something that Android had like 10 years ago people whatever, always which say that true. but it's like that no you can't it was really it's not easy to customize the android lock screen like you could do you get a launcher for sure, your home screen yeah. easily but like 
if you had a OnePlus phone, you were freaking stuck with that red one. I am getting so bright right now. But you were stuck with What's that red one. <laughs> you were stuck with that red one on your lock screen forever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's some apps where you could root it, but it's like, it's not easy. It's not built into the OS to change the lock screen on all yeah. phones. I think, like, Samsung is probably the only one that's, like, good at it. The rest of them are kind of jank. So, like, you can't do it on the Pixel. You know what I mean? So, people commented that on my iOS 16 video, and it's like, but can you really, like, you know, you kind of can, but it's like, and you kind of can hear, but it's not, it's not like Android truly had this. Like when people were like freaking out about like uh, changing icons on apps or it's like that was built into Android and really easy to do for years. It's like, this wasn't easy to do for everyone. Themes. So this isn't exciting. Yeah, exactly. They had the themes. But then on the other hand too, like it's still okay to celebrate things that people have wanted for a really long time. Even if another operating system had a version of it, like a lot yeah. of people will only ever use an iPhone, right? Like you can tell them yep. all the new Android features in the world and they're not going to care. So that world doesn't exist to them. When something new comes to iOS, they're going to get excited about it because that's the phone that they use all the time. So there's like that side to it too. Um, yep. Yeah. I'm a little sad that they didn't like, I mean, when they split up iPad OS and iOS, I didn't really think anything would happen, but I'm upset that they did not add the custom lock screen to iPad OS 16 or 15 or whatever. Some of that is. stuff's, so weird like right, the not resizing of widgets like that was very strange not yeah. a big fan and of like, that like they changed the font on the lock screen of the ipad yeah but they didn't make it so you could choose the fonts like you can on the iphone so it's definitely going to come next year i would be blown away if it's not but it's just like why why are these things like falling out of sync when they used to be so tied up and that was like one of the true strengths of apple you know so those are all the things that like we expect to see um, I know we have to wrap up relatively soon, but I wanted to very briefly talk about what we probably won't see at this particular event. So we mentioned some of it before, like, I don't think we're going to see new iPad Pros. I think that's going to be at an event in October. We're not going to see iPad OS 16. Apple's confirmed that that's not releasing until October, probably at an event. Um, we're not going to see the M2 powered MacBook Pro that's been rumored uh, with what I assume will be like the new M2 family with the M2 Pro and the M2 Max. That's not going to show up. Um, and more importantly, and this one's a little bit weird because I think there's a possibility we might see it not at this event, not at the October event, but if there's a November event focused on Max, we might finally catch our first glimpse of this VR, AR, mixed reality headset that keeps getting talked about and there's leaks about it all the time because it's supposed to come out in early 2023 so like november is the perfect time to show that off like reveal it get developers hyped about it try to get people on board with it um kind of like tease it a little bit because it's an entirely new product they they did that the same thing with like the apple watch and even the home pod they did it I, I know the home pod's not a success so it's not a great example but they did tease it ahead of time to try to get people excited about it um yeah, so like I do yeah. think we may see that device this fall, but not at this event. Yeah, it would be interesting in the way that like uh, Google has truly like broken down the barriers and been like, try and leak our shit. Like, try it. We'll put it out. We'll yeah. put it out. Um, maybe Apple will get a little more into that zone too, and they'll just start being like, you know, we are working on a headset. Like, here's silhouettes of it. You know, I mean, ultra vehicle possible. manufacturers have been doing that a lot too. So the industry is very like hyping up future it's products changed. right now. So I could see it. Yeah. Then again, I don't know. It gets hard with Apple because like they used to be so secretive and things are changing there. So it's, it's harder to gauge than it ever used to be. But is there anything else that like has been rumored that we probably won't see at this event, but might see at later events? I think we've covered all that. 
uh, like you had the M2 family, you said, but specifically, like, I think we could see like, a, what's it called? The Mac Pro, like the desktop kind of big boy one. Um, not at this event, but maybe this year, just based upon the fact that Apple, you know, a few years ago, was like, we're going to refresh our entire lineup with Apple Silicon. And that's still the one odd guy out. So I, I think at some point this year, we'll see that happen. But not at this one, probably at the same event where we see like an M2 Pro go into a M2 MacBook Air. Maybe a WWE or MacBook Pro. <laughs> that that would be a long time from now, though. So probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows what will happen at WWDC next year? Honestly, like the product line is so. Maybe they'll redo the the like base level MacBook Pro. That could be a good spot to do that one. They could. It's possible if they keep it around. Yeah. Honestly, who knows at this point? So, do we have any final thoughts? Um, I, I think I've I've talked a lot. I've said all the things that I have in mind. Like we, we plan to do a post show. I don't know if it'll happen the week of the Apple event that's on the seventh. I think we may do it either towards the latter half of the week or early the following week. But we will have a post show where we unpack everything. Um, I know Dean really wants to do a Samsung Z Flip and Z Fold three review episode. We did plan to do that but just because of vacations we couldn't make it happen so we might be doing that at some point in the next couple of weeks too even though it's a little late that could be cool i know siobhan still wants to be involved so i remember yeah you talked about that too so um i think that's something we can probably make happen in september that could be a really fun episode um one last thing that i want to see at this event i'd like to see apple start inching a little further away from lightning i want to see the new airpods pros with a USB-C. mic drop <laughs> so is that gonna that. happen i don't know i hope so dude that. We're talking about it now. <laughs> I think it will. I actually, I think you're right. And I think it will yeah. because the 2023 iPhone is supposed to switch to USB-C, right? So it wouldn't so make sense to release ready. a pair of AirPods <clears throat> with, with lightning. And then, you know what I mean? Like it, it just wouldn't, it wouldn't make sense. So yeah. I, I think you're right. I think, I think you're hundred percent right. It'll have USB-C. I'd love to get rid of lightning out of my life. Everything <sighs> I don't know around if... me, except for this and this are on lightning. <laughs> These are selfishly footage just blown out. Selfishly, I kind of don't want the switch to happen because I have so many lightning cables. You must have more USB Cs, don't you? Next time I come to your house, I'm stealing some. I've got like four lightning cables, and they're like my only four. It's like one for the car, one for my desk. Please take them. Nobody touch them. Take them. The best is like when when I was on. When I was on vacation, I was driving to. uh, I wasn't driving because I never drive, but I was in the car. on my way to Montreal with my wife's family and they needed like a lightning cable. Yeah. Um, and I had four of them just in my backpack in different <laughs> oh my places. Just like, perfect, on me. Yeah. like, you get a lightning you USB-C cable. USB-C or USB-A? <laughs> you want to be braided? I got you. Yeah. Do you want it braided or you're putting it on a weird angle and you don't want it to break? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of driving, any updates on your Ionic or no? Did you call them? So I know you were saying something when we with, met up the other week, eh? The situation with that is the salesperson who sold us the car, who is supposed to be our point of contact at the dealer, has yeah. quit. He, he no longer works there. <laughs> um, we called and we said, like, we need a new point of contact. We need, like, a new dealer to give us updates and, and whatnot. Um, and they were like, sure, no problem. We'll get back to you. They didn't get back to us. Uh, that was last wednesday so probably got a call again sometime soon but i'm considering just like going to the the dealer like physically and being like hey man can you guys like give us a person's business card that we can call also give us the order print out and offer an update on like what the timeline is looking like because my yeah. 
My Ford Fiesta is. It feels like it's danced dying. its last dance, eh? It feels like it knows that like its days are numbered, and it is not. It's got like that Ford shake on the highway. Like it's not. It's not <laughs> that good. Ford like, shake. Like it needs to be serviced. I got to take it in yeah. to get serviced. It's like at that mileage, but even with that in mind, like it's it's driving pretty pretty rough these days. Yeah, service is never something. I'm bad at it too. I'm like hoping my dad's like not in here, but yeah, my like e brake went the other day. I gotta like get that fixed. So it's just a pain. My car just makes weird noises, like the strangest noises for for no reason. Like it was like it's squealing for. Oh, yeah, geez. that's what it sounds like. That's sometimes. the worst. So that sucks. who knows? Okay, let's wrap this bad boy up. That's it. Thanks for listening to the Serpcast. I'll have a full roundup of rumors tied to the Apple event on Mobile Stirrup. Probably by the time you listen to this podcast, and I'm working on it now, it's almost finished. This podcast goes up this coming Friday. Um, I'll be at the event. There's a possibility that Bennett might be there. We don't know. Still up in the air. I'll be there. I'll have photos, all that fun stuff from the event itself. Um, so make sure to keep it locked on Mobile Stirrup for hands-ons and all of our news. The team yeah, back at home will be covering things remotely. We'll be going Sorry, into briefings. I was just gonna say we'll be doing yeah. coverage at home. We'll be going into briefings. Same thing. You were saying. Yep. But mm-hmm. there is a possibility we may have uh, two people at an Apple event, which would be a first. Um, but we don't know for sure yet. We will find Mobile out. Mobile syrup is getting swole. Swole. <laughs> Expanded. If there's two of us, we definitely sit at the table with the Verge guys, and we're like, "Hey," and they're like, "Who are you?" And we're like, "We earn this." Don't don't say. Anything. <laughs> there's two of us now. We get to don't see even what you guys. Do- don't even answer. You just wink at them and like go yeah, back just look over. up and be like, "How about you don't stand in the back of my shot this time?" Dick. <laughs> no, that's I don't really blame him. That was my crazy shot of like I'm gonna shoot the whole room, and it's like, well, that's fair that he walked in. Mm-hmm. The best is like the the blooper role of it too, where it's like in the middle of the shot when he walks in. Yeah, and he like it's great. It's great. It's great. It's yep. perfect. Behind All the right. scenes. He- you can find me on Twitter at, at Patrick underscore O'Rourke and of course on mobileserve.com. Bennett, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and a couple of other social medias like Instagram at the Bradfad. And then of course, yeah, following all my content on mobileserve.com, mobileserve's YouTube channel where Dean and I just put up a video on like fold versus flip and you know why you might want which one or the other. And it's just kind of a fun video we just threw together one night. So that's interesting. And then I don't actually have it here, but there's another video of uh, the X100V camera and why like getting a small camera like that is still worthwhile in like a world full of phones. So I hope you enjoy that stuff. And uh, of course, this podcast. Nice. And as always, you can find all of our content on mobilesyrup.com and also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at, at mobilesyrup. That's it. Thanks for listening. Peace. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 